1: Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective 2020 on Vision
0: On a Tuesday, we do like to check in with Ron Ross who monitors the headlines around things that are breaking in developing news around Israel and the Middle East? And there's always significant things happening, important for us as Christians, keeping some context as to how things are unfolding around the world because Israel has such an important purpose in God's overall plan. Ron Ross has been looking at the headlines. Ron Ross, welcome back to 2020. Good morning, Neil. Ron, we've got our own issues in Australia here and uh, we're very familiar with the fact that in Victoria today, breaking news, more COVID outbreaks there. But Israel's health ministry has placed hospitals on alert there and ordered the reopening of coronavirus wards. What's the latest?
1: Yeah, The health ministry on Sunday ordered all Israeli hospitals to reopen their coronavirus wards following an uptick in the number of cases diagnosed over the weekend. As of Saturday evening, 341 new COVID 19 cases have been diagnosed in a span of 24 hours, the country's highest daily figure since April. Israel has recorded 20,633 infections since the outbreak of the epidemic, out of which 15,659 people recovered. Officials in the Prime Minister's office on Saturday described the significant rise in the number of coronavirus cases in Israel, specifically the number of patients in serious condition, as disconcerting. Prime Minister Netanyahu still isn't categorising the renewed outbreak of the virus as a second wave, but is instructing the relevant bodies to take urgent preventive measures.
0: Ron, there is a very significant issue that's developing around the idea of Israel annexing sections of that occupied territory called West Bank. The UN Human Rights Council's condemned Israel's annexation plans and called for a report on its impact. What are the headlines suggesting?
1: Yeah, the UNHRC condemned ending Israel annexation plans, even as it approved the annual settlement resolution with a 36-2 to two vote and nine abstentations as it wrapped up its 43rd session uh, in Geneva on Monday. It also called on UN High Commissioner for Human Rights, Michelle Bachelet to compile a report on the impact of the annexation to be delivered uh, in March. We have to stand firm and say no to what Israel and America are doing in this area. It is flagrantly denying rights and flying in the face of international law, A PLO Ambassador Ibrahim Krishy told the UN Human Rights Council. The controversial settlement resolution, which has been used in past years to call for the creation of a database of businesses operating in Jewish areas located over the pre-1967 lines, continued to call for a boycott of those businesses and to warn that those who engaged in such activity were liable to be penalised under international law. It's interesting to note that Israel was the only nation in the whole UN Council discussion to have multiple uh, items on the agenda, and all came out negative.
0: I wonder whether a little personal insight here, Ron, your feelings around the idea that Christians have a tendency, especially evangelical Christians, standing in solidarity with Israel. Not everybody thinks that it's a good thing that Israel will be annexing those areas in the West Bank. What are your thoughts on getting a balance, understanding how that support for Israel might uh, stay strong, uh, even though some people might disagree with the actions?
1: I think we've got to decide whether Israel has the political authority to make the decisions involving Israel. Uh, Everybody else has an opinion about what Israel should be doing. But I think you'll find no government uh, elected to office in Israel will have the support of the people if they don't defend Israel's rights. And I think we're going to come up with our next topic where one of my good friends in Israel, Ron Dermer, has come out with very strong statements.
0: And uh, he's the Israel ambassador to the USA and made a declaration that the current two-state uh, illusion will never happen. What's the headline there?
1: He wrote, the extension of Israel's sovereignty to certain territories in Judea and Samaria will not, as many critics suggest, destroy the two-state solution, but it will shatter the two-state illusion. Ron Dermer wrote in a blunt Washington Post's opinion piece this week. Derma adds that only will the current two-state illusion ever happen. It's preventing the emergence of a two-state solution that might include include peace. Derma wrote the op-ed in response to resistance in the US and Europe to Israel's plan to extend sovereignty over Jewish communities in Judea and Samaria, where around a half a million Israelis live. Under Netanyahu's plan... Israel will annex territory in Judea and Samaria that it gained from Jordan in the 1967 Six-Day War when four Arab nations launched an onslaught on Israel. Judea and Samaria serve as the Jewish people's breadbasket during biblical times and preserve the continual Jewish presence throughout the millennia of occupation by the Romans, the Islamic armies, the Ottomans, the British and the Jordanian Hashemite family. For decades, Palestinian leaders have demanded control of Judea and Samaria for an independent state, despite the fact that the so-called Palestinian people never existed before the creation of the Jewish state, nor has there ever been a Palestinian state in Judea and Samaria. Derma sees Israel's sovereignty in Judea and Samaria as a step that will open the door to a realistic two-state solution and get the peace process out of the cul-de-sac it's been stuck in for two decades.
0: So what doesn't always appear orthodox tactics may actually result in something that is peaceful for all parties concerned. We'll be following that along closely, Ron. Hey, Chinese influence around the world, everybody's focused on that right now, but there's another story developing where there's a Chinese cult invading ultra-Orthodox Jewish communities. What does this one look like?
1: Posters from the Chinese Falun Dafa cult, formerly known as Falun Gong, have started appearing in ultra-Orthodox neighbourhoods in Israel. The Yad Lakim organisation, which fights assimilation and intermarriage, reported this week. The seemingly innocent posters appear to be the cult's attempt to move into the Haredi world, using a quote from a well-known rabbi in a bid to gain credibility. The notice cites a halakhic, a Jewish religious ruling regarding murder in a bid to lend legitimacy to its activities. Falun Dafa has been operating in Israel for years and has spread widely in the secular sector. The cult's website has Hebrew-language pages that shows it has 25 branches throughout Israel, including cities with large Haredi communities like Jerusalem and Beth Shemesh.
0: And, Ron, let's finish today on a way that we might be able to look at developments that are happening in Israel. And uh, we often reflect that the importance of a conversation like this each week is just such a wonderful eyeglass for listeners into developments that are happening in Israel and around the Middle East because we'd see those developments as being a fulfilment of biblical prophecy, such as the importance of being able to monitor the activity along there. There's a headline today around these sorts of issues, more on a an idea of fulfilment of prophecy, where uh, Israelis are expecting something like 90,000 new immigrants to arrive in the next 18 months. What's the story?
1: The Minister of Aliyah and Integration, Nina Naptaman told the Knesset Immigration Committee, the latest forecasts estimate that the coronavirus pandemic is pushing Jews by the tens of thousands to move to Israel. Interest in making Aliyah, which means ascent, has soared, especially in the United States where organisations like Nefesh B'Nefesh, have reported huge increases in the number of families starting the process of seeking more information. Although both Nefesh Benefesh and the Jewish Agency are seeing record numbers, immigration to Israel is actually down in 2020 because of the pandemic, and it's brought international air travel to a halt. Only a few special flights with new immigrants have arrived from the U.S., And last week, a special charter by the International Fellowship of Christians and Jews brought 39 new immigrants from Peru. Jewish Agency Chairman Isaac Herzog said he expects that up to 100,000 people may leave their home countries for Israel or make Aliyah once the current global health emergency is under control. One reason for the high-level interest is Israel's well-publicized success In battling the pandemic.
0: Well, and uh, who would have thought that this could be a whole dimension on the issue of coronavirus? That God may well be using the COVID 19 crisis as part of the fulfillment of His own prophetic word. Uh, Really, quite a significant insight. Ron, always love your updates. Thanks so much for your insights and those headlines, reporting on those. Thanks for scouring those headlines overnight. Appreciate you very much, and we'll talk again next week. Thank you, Neil. Thanks for taking time
1: to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.